there's a right way and a wrong way. But yeah, I think it's like the biggest thing I would say with Instagram is like, if you can look at it as a relationship building tool and how you can add value to people with like zero expectation in return, um, like you're going to do well. And All right, welcome back to Top Dogs. Today we have with us Top Dog, a friend of mine in San Diego, David Calhoun. Dude, you are you, you and I have been like Instagram friends, I think, for maybe about a year. Um, I saw you you were like really good about doing um very easy but very uh valuable content with Instagram in your car. Like, everybody in the world knows two things about David. One is he has a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Two is he always carries around a gallon bottle of water with him. I'm, I'm, and I, is that next to you? Uh, it's actually downstairs. I've just got my Lacroix here. So, but yeah, it's it's never too far. Okay, yeah, no, and and, and people people love making fun of you in a very friendly way about your gallon like you know jug of water. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely a talking point. Well, I want to thank you again for being here, and I wanted to um, promise a few things to the people that will be watching and listening to this podcast, and one is I really want to dig deep into what you're doing to get leads off Instagram, because I know you've even gotten leads from people in other countries. Well, I think the big one was Switzerland or Sweden or something that saw one, Yeah, and I also want to go over... um, your shift. I understand that you're doing a shift right now from end users to more of the fix and flip um, customers. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason I know that is because David invited me to his wonderful uh, Christmas party at his house, and your wife makes one heck of a charcuterie board, by the way. Yeah. And um, you know, we talked a lot about real estate, and dude, you're killing it, man. So thank you for giving us your time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks, man. And let's let's dive into the first question. And what what made you decide to make um, Instagram a lead pillar? I don't think I ever decided that okay. Instagram was going to be a thing. So, you know, it just kind of happened. So I've been licensed now. Now it'll be this coming year will be six years. So I started in 2018, and I started like. Uh, for sale by owners, cold calling. And I actually did really well. Like I got five, I did four listings for sale by owners in my first like five months. Oh and then God. I did, That's yeah. So I did like six listings in six months, four of them were Fizbo's. Um, so just like calling free numbers I found on Zillow and you know, that's a grind, right? Like the going in the call booth and like, cold calling and like the script and like I use Jeff Glover's Fizbo script and I, I like internalized it and got really good. Um, and started working with a couple of buyers too. So I did like, I don't know, seven deals in six months. Wow. Um, and I started though, like tapping into Facebook at that point, like my SOI on Facebook. And I had this like kind of like this cheesy canned message that like, Hey, you know, it's great to connect with you. I'm in real estate now. And I sent that, you know, if you ever need help, like, please consider me or what, I don't even know what said something to that effect, but I sent that to all my sphere on Facebook messenger. And then people like started following me on, on Facebook, you know, like stories or just like, I would post a lot on Facebook. 
Um, and then like I had Instagram as well, but I kind of realized like I wasn't really using it. Like I had pictures of my dog, like my food, you know, like uh, back in the day how Instagram was, but I started then like, it just kind of became this like natural progression of sharing my listings on Instagram, but shared to Facebook and, you know, just closed, just listed like that kind of stuff. And then like stories kind of became a thing on Instagram. And I kind of just started utilizing stories to share my day to day with my Instagram followers. And that's kind of where it just kind of became a thing. Like people were engaging and like loving the behind the scenes, um, like day in the life of a realtor kind of thing. Oh yeah. Totally. Uh, so I would show like, you know, the showings I was on the closings, the cold calling the whatever. Um, and then I would come on and do like a selfie, talk about the market, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so it kind of evolved into that. And then, yeah, it started becoming kind of like a lead pillar, um, relatively, you know, within a couple of years where it was like, okay, that this is a great way to stay in front of my sphere um, and stay top of mind, but also build relationships organically rather than calling them once a quarter and saying like, Hey, do you know anyone who's looking to buy or sell real estate? Yeah. Um, which just like, Oh, killed me. Um, uh, just the thought of that. So, it's you know, I've done door knocking, I've done cold calling. Uh, but yeah, like it just kind of naturally progressed in like, it's just very much who I am. Like it's very easy for me to jump on Instagram and just like connect with people and like share a little bit about me. Um, and so that's kind of how I've been able to maintain it because as you know, like if you don't like doing it, like the odds are that you're going to be consistent with it yeah. at, you know, any length of time is pretty slim. So yeah, it just kind of happened <laughs> to say the least. Well, it didn't just happen. You kind of, you really leaned into it. Um, and I mean, you even teach a course. Are you still teaching the course on how to win with Instagram? I did it last year, I think in the uh, spring. Yeah. Um, you had people that year. purchased that class. Yeah. And so I am going to, I'm thinking of doing it again, but yeah, it's really just like, how do you grow on Instagram organically and, and build yeah. relationships? Um utilizing Instagram, you know, because I think a lot of people do it wrong. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's all my deals this year, all my deals last year, like more or less came from Instagram in some way, whether it's a referral, um, SOI through Instagram, cause I don't call my sphere or anything like that. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a powerful lead, lead tool. So you're, um, you post reels, you are really good at doing stories, but so from what I've learned from, um, you know, Jason Pantana, who was with, uh, Tom Ferry is, <coughs> excuse me, you're really good at doing reels and capturing people bringing, and then the cool thing that you do that a lot of people don't do, my wife tells me I need to do this is once they come to your page from your reels, they are inundated with just stories from the last 24 hours. And I don't think you have, I don't think you ever have less than seven stories <laughs> yeah. within a 12 hour period. I mean, yeah. it's, you're building this interest and trust immediately when they're on their page. And you're, you're honestly, I think one of the better agents that does that. And my question to you with that is how do you keep, not hold yourself accountable, but I'm always like, oh man, I'm going to go do some showings. I'm going to make sure I get as many videos as possible. Then I'm done showings. I'm like, I totally forgot to film all of that. Yeah. You're really good about doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you, how are you, do you have like a sticker in your car that says, dude, film it or like <laughs> no. something like what's going No, I mean, it, it just kind of, it's evolved. It's kind of become, has become second nature, which is why I, I think I am 
consistent with it. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, it's been a few times over the last several years where it's like, I don't want to like share anything. And I don't like, it's been like one day where I didn't post, but it's like very, very infrequently. But, um, you have a lot of wellness checks. <laughs> right? As soon as I remember a couple of people like, oh, yeah, I noticed you were not. I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's just like, it's just, it just becomes like, hey, you know, like this morning at the gym, I didn't want to get out of the, the car and do leg day at 5.30 a.m. I just took a picture of me in the par- dark parking lot saying, like, it's just. At 5.22. Terrible. See, I know that. See, I'm a fall at 5.22 a.m. and took that photo. <laughs> Yeah, but I just think like sometimes people, I mean, you you think about like HGTV and all these like Netflix real estate shows, like the people love real estate, estate like whether they like agents or not, like they love houses, they love the prices, they love the views, they love the pools, they love whatever. And we live in San Diego. So like a lot of homes here are absolutely stunning. So you know, you want to capitalize on, on that, especially here and like, let people see like, what is it like to be an agent? Um, and so, yeah, like I do share my day to day, um, pretty consistently just to show like I am an active agent, but also like, Hey, here's what's going on behind the scenes. Here's like my kids. Here's I'm at the gym. Here's what I'm eating. Here's my water bottle. Here's a conversation I had. Um, yeah, it just kind of became like, a second nature. Like I don't have to think, like, I don't ever think so. I don't have my stories planned out by any means. It's just like on the cuff. And that's the whole, that's the whole purpose of a story, right? It's kind of that 24 hour raw and real behind the scenes, not super polished. Um, yeah, it's like, Oh, this, you know, like yesterday I got an end spot at Costco. Hey, like this is making me super happy. Here's my, here's my parking spot, you know? Um, oh, your Costco polls are hilarious. <laughs> yes. I always get them wrong. The polls are literally that that Costco guess my bill that week is like one of the most voted like polls or quizzes ever. Like people so love funny. that. Like love it. And the amount of DMs I get from people are like, ah, I got it wrong again. Or like, I'm weeks <laughs> in a row right. You know, it's like, oh my I'm God. I'm like looking at everything in your truck. I'm like, okay, yeah, I bought those. I know how much that is. I, he's got those mango things again. Okay, so I know how much those are. And I'm like calculating it. I'm, and I'm always freaking, I feel like there's like another row in your car you're not showing us. food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But yeah, people love like that, you know, that like, they know you're a person. Human aspect. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's really where I let stories like my stories are not very heavily real estate focused. It's more like, here's me as a person. Here's what like I'm about. Um, and that's, I feel like what makes the the connection with people and why they keep watching. Because like, you know, you follow these Facebook or these, these um, agents on Instagram and like, it's just like, they're, first of all, it's their real estate page and like all they post are they're just listed, just all zero personality. And like, yeah. you don't even know, you don't even see their face. Like it's yeah. just like their company name, branded name or whatever. Like people don't care to watch that stuff. So no, you're totally that, right. like, real, the realness and uh, the, uh, the authenticity of like who you are. Um, so yeah, I let that show through my stories uh, every single day, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, unfollow or mute me, right? Like at the end of the day, it's like, I, I don't care. I'm just going to keep posting. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, you know, so 
Um, so do you have a structure on how many personal stories and how many real estate stories you do a day, or you're just... It's literally like, what's going on with my week? Got it. Got like, it. What's going okay. on with that day? What's going on with that week? You know, like, what's notable? Like, yesterday, interest rates. Like, interest rates are coming down. So I, I you know, several posts on in- interest rates. Uh, there's been days where it's like, God, I should probably post something about real estate. Like people probably think I don't even sell anything anymore, yeah. you know, but it's like, you know, I, I just closed one. So it's like, okay, now I'm kind of focused on other things right now. You know, that these two days I'm, I'm kind of not focused on real estate. So it's really just what's happening in my day. Do I have out of time clients coming in and we're looking at beautiful properties Tuesdays, broker tour day typically for me. So, you know, try to get some good content there. Um, but yeah, it's literally just like behind the scenes, day to day, what's going on in my life. Um, and then just sharing that. So yeah, there's no like true rhyme or rhythm to it. Got it. So you're building an amazing career um, selling homes this way. Off topic, <coughs> cloud-based brokerage talk just for a second. Is this actually doing great agent attraction for your downline at AXP? Or are you not focusing on that at all? You know, I'm not super focused on that. Sure. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it ebbs and flows. I will say I do struggle with the agent attraction piece. Like it's like, for me personally, it's like I'm selling or I'm agent attracting, right? Like I, and and I talked to my coach about like that and like it it needs to mirror, you know, blend together, but I, I'm not super focused on that. Um, I do a lot of this, like it's been really good for agent to agent referrals. No, I agree with that. thing for growing my business. Um, and not even like just agent, agent referrals, but like people from other States will DM me and like, Hey, do you follow you? But I want to talk to someone in Virginia. Like, do you know an agent out here? You know, like, sure. So I connect them. Like that's happened numerous times this year. So, uh, that's happened in Florida, Virginia. Um, yeah. So you just like, it's just Arizona. It's happened. Like, it's just, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where, where I get, most of my um, bang for my buck, like as, as far as posting goes, it's not so much Asian attraction. No, and, and I didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure that it was. I was just curious. Obviously, being at a cloud based brokerage like uh, EXP or Real in my, uh, you know, my situation, it's it's a question that's usually asked by totally. Yeah, you know, so I was just curious, but <clears throat> excuse my coughing, man. Um, I think I had some um, bad cheese at your house. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> two weeks ago. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, no, but so it sounds like you are just purely organically providing content on Instagram and you're, you are actually avoiding having, I don't care who you are. It's awkward to call your sphere and be like, Hey guys, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. But really, you know, I'm making sure, you know, I'm in real estate. Yes. You don't have to do that at all anymore. No, no, no. That, I mean, that's just, yeah, that, that works for like some people. Um, ah, it's just not my personality. No, like, me it feel slimy and gross. So I will do like touches throughout the, the year. So of course the monthly home bot, um, I'll do like, I did gift back holiday gift backs baskets for all my past clients from this year. I do a Christmas card for all my, pa- all my past clients, um, in the fall, I do like a Starbucks gift card for all my past clients, um, and text them that, um, and so, so I always, giving all year round. What's that? 
your gift giving all year round. So you're doing drop offs, like drop buys, basically. Yeah, pop buys, whether it's virtual, you know, like a I, I preload a Starbucks gift card and then like text it to all my past clients and, and current clients, and then yeah, holiday gifts, and then um, I do a CMA for every past client in the beginning of the year, and then yeah, like I always want to like add value to people rather than like call them up and be like, hey, what can you do for me? Or hey, I'm really like in my I'm like struggling, like it just. It's probably not a right mindset, but I think that's what people think. And it's just ah, makes me cringe. So I always want to be adding value. So, um, you know, Instagram is entertainment, it's educational, it's relatable. And that's kind of the value I see in that. Um, and then it's just to say top of mind. So when, you know, your follower who's following you consistently because you're engaging in your real and you don't only post real estate content, um, when they need to buy something or their mom or their cousin or their coworker, you're the one they think of, um, you know, that's the whole goal with it, um, is, is to be top of mind because we all know, especially in San Diego, probably like five agents at least. Um, oh God. Yeah. But yeah. Like how do you be the relatable one, the trustworthy one, the one like that gets chosen and you won't get chosen every time, but like, how do you be the one that stands out? That's like, Oh yeah, he's the one I want to work with. So yeah, you're that's visible and you're transparent because of yeah. that. Yeah. Therefore, you're trustworthy. Right. Yeah. I think that's really cool, man. Honestly, because I mean, the way that this industry is going is going to be video in one way or another. I mean, video. I mean, I. I mean, I have a farm, and I'll probably expand and continuously expanding my farm. But I, I honestly see in the next ten years that the agents that are not implementing some type of social media or video platform are going to start falling behind. Mm -hmm. especially if we're going to start dealing with all of these com like no buyer side commissions coming in the next probably i don't know god what is it two ten years, whatever i don't know mm -hmm. the people that have a fan base like you and like so many other agents are going to have way less of an issue getting buyers and to you know pay their commission if they have to mm -hmm. Legit. something you know where some agents are going to come off the street and expect some type of relationship or trust and they're not going to have it and they're going to have a much harder time getting paid if they're representing the buyer. Mm -hmm. I feel like you and the other social media, um, you know, influencers in real estate really are kind of ensuring your guys' future in the real estate game because it is ever changing and we have no idea where it's going to be in 10 years. Right. But you guys are going to be the small percentage that are actually sticking around because of the hard work that you put in because at the end of the day, you know, you can prospect for three to five hours a day, calling, door knocking, whatever it is that you're doing, or you can create videos that stick around forever and are continuously prospecting for you. I mean, I, I don't know if you know who Dan Parker is. Um, so I, I had him on this podcast last week and he prospects for 5,000 hours a day. Yeah. Because YouTube. that's how many views and time right. is spent on his YouTube channel. So, I mean, when it comes to beating the hustle and leveraging your time, you guys are killing it. Yeah. It's and super effective. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's, yeah, I would, yeah. Going to cold call circle prospect for three hours a day, you know, a neighborhood, like just the likelihood of catching something. I mean, yeah, it works. It's a numbers game. Um, but just like, you got to think about, and anything works at the end of the day, right? But like, how do you want to utilize your time? 
I think social media, it's, it's free, <laughs> you yeah, know, it's true. profitable. It's like a super profitable way to run, run your business. Um, but yeah, it's all about like making the most use of your time. I mean, like what better way, you know, you look at your stories, like, you know, six, eight, 800 people to 1400 people will watch my story every single day. So what better how way? Many, how many was that? What was the range? Like depending on the algorithm, like eight hundred to like fourteen, fifteen awesome. on a really like high day. Um, so you think, okay, what better way to stay in front of someone than like that many people, fifteen hundred people every single day? You know, getting your name out there, you know, your face out there, hearing your voice, building that relationship, even if it's a hundred people, right? Like if you're talking about the market, yeah. if you're like building that connection. Um, That's like still a hundred people. Exactly. Like you got to go cold call so many people to talk, yeah. you know, to that many people. Um, and I'm not saying everyone watches it, you know, completely or whatever, but like a good majority are right. Especially the, the consistency, the consistently like those people are watching your stuff. So yeah, I've just found it to be way more effective, way better use of my time. Um, yeah. And, and it just, it continues to build on each other, right? Like it's, it's kind of like the, the pennies in the bucket, you know, deposit, deposit, deposit. You're just like dripping on people yeah. and then eventually it, you know, they'll DM you and reach out or they send you a referral. Um, heck I got like a referral yesterday from a girl in Tennessee, an agent, in Tennessee that I, she follows me. Um, Someone came in, scheduled it on my, my link tree, had an, a phone consult this morning. She's moving here from Philadelphia. You know, it just, I don't, I've, I don't even know who she is, but she's been watching my stuff. So, um, another, yeah. and I think that's incredible. I mean, honestly, that's just, do, are, what else are you doing besides Instagram? Is it Instagram pretty much solely your, the one thing you're doing now besides it's, the gift giving and things like that? Yeah. I mean, it's Instagram. It's yeah. that, But it's all kind of filtered around Instagram. So it's that SOI past client agent referrals is kind of my biggest thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll do an open house here or there. I'm not. You know what? That. You, anybody that follows you automatically becomes in your SOI. I've met so many people at your party. I got a new dentist from, from <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I just, everybody that was there, they weren't just clients. They were neighbor. Your neighbors were incredible. Ones that live below you, like yeah. that wife and husband, those guys yeah. were just amazing. But it seems as if, if you follow me, you're in my SOI. A hundred percent. We're, 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 we're connected. It's yeah. not just the algorithm. It's not just Instagram. Like we are connected. Yep. Dude, that's so cool, man. Well, I, you know, I, I've, I've said it and that's just part of like what my course was, is like Instagram as a relationship building tool. I think a lot of times agents go about it wrong and they think it's this like walking billboard of how great you are, which, you know, it is a place to showcase, you know, your accolades and everything like that from a, a professional perspective, but it's also like, it's a relationship building tool, right? You're you want to be vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. You want to be real. You want to be raw. You want to be authentic. And I'm not saying like share your life story and your deepest, darkest struggles every day on your stories. No, you get to determine what you share and what you don't share. I share what I'm comfortable sharing. There's things I don't share that you don't know about me. You'll never know about me. And that's okay. And that's the whole beauty of Instagram. But if you can look at it from a relationship building tool perspective, right? Where like 
you care about your followers, you respond to the direct messages, you engage with other people's stories and you vote in their polls and you're congratulating them on whatever it is good going on in their life. And, you know, all of those things like that is the whole power of Instagram. Then that's where the relationship goes from like social media to like a real relationship where you can be an agent that, you know, they end up working with. So you know, like I said, some people will like DM me and be like, oh, I feel like I've been, you know, working hard on Instagram and like, I just don't get any leads. And I'm like, well, how long has it been? Like four to six months. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's like, it could work as that quickly, but like, guys, it takes like, it can take years of like nurturing. So I guess it also depends on how you're doing it too, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so there's a right way and a wrong way. But yeah, I think it's like the biggest thing I would say with Instagram is like, if you can look at it as a relationship building tool and how you can add value to people with like zero expectation in return, um, like you're going to do well. And, yeah. you know, the results will come because at the end of the day, you know, it's like, I'm on there to build connection and build a relationship with people. And we know this is a relationship-based relationship business, whether you're an agent or, you know, a co-op agent or an agent, you know, a referral agent, um, or you're just really looking for buyers and sellers. Like you've got to look at it from that perspective. No, you're totally person. right. I mean, I was talking with Jason Cassidy. Uh, he was on the, the podcast and he told me that real estate is simply one thing, TTMP. Talk to more people. The uh-huh. entire job is to build relationships and talk to people. And people can spend hours a day doing that the old school way and take years and years and years to build up a, you know, reliable following where, and I'm not saying that you didn't take years or however long it took for you to do this on Instagram, but at the end of the day, you can touch and you're involved more in your community than they would ever be. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are fulfilling, you especially the TTMP, the talking to more people because when you're doing a post, it's funny because when you're doing a post, you actually don't, you're actually talking to your people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It, it seems more personal from you than it does from a lot of people because you're not a robot. Yeah. You know, you're actually like, it, it's like, and that's why I think people respond. Like, even I respond to you sometimes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> this might be a smart ass kind of comment, yeah. probably, you know, but then it's, I have fun with it, you know, because yeah. you can tell that you're that kind of guy and you make it really easy to comment because. It, you have fun with it. You are vulnerable. You definitely are. And I, and I think that's something that I need to work on and a lot of people need to work on because nobody wants to seem vulnerable. But at the end of the day, I totally understand, you know, it, there's so many powerful things psychologically that can really connect you with somebody. And yeah. people are always afraid to be vulnerable because they think it shows weakness. And if you're weak, you're not going to get clients. But at the end of the day, they want to work with somebody like them, mm-hmm. right? You want to work with a friend. You want to work with somebody you can trust. And if someone's vulnerable, I feel like you're going to trust them a lot more. Mm-hmm. And you're just really good at that. Yeah. 5.22 a.m. leg day posts, you know, <laughs> just like, I, I, I just thought that was funny. You know, because I'm like sitting on my couch at 5.30. I'm like, oh, I really need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least he's in the parking lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, it's, it's you guys, like you have like, mastered basically capturing and building relationships with people without being a salesman. Mm -hmm. And we do have a bad reputation as realtors, not as bad as car salesmen, but as you know, we have a bad reputation of being very salesy 
And I think that's because a large majority of agents also have, you know, commission breath. But at the end of the day, the really successful ones I've noticed are all about service and Mm -hmm. relationships. And if it is about them, it's in a way it's, it's to help their clients or to help their prospect. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what I see with you. And, um, that explains why you are doing so well. And you don't even, you don't just sell in San Diego. You're, you also sell back in, don't tell me, hold on. It's like right behind you. And I can't figure out what state that is. <laughs> uh, what is it? Minnesota. I was going to say Wisconsin. Sorry, Minnesota. That's right. Okay. So, and you technically, I know you're not putting a ton of work into Minnesota, but you're still closing deals in Minnesota due to this platform as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Pascal, yeah, I started in Minnesota. I've been in San Diego, um, moved here end of 2020, like literally December 31st, 2020 is when we got here. So 2021 license, I officially got licensed in January, 2021 here. So yeah, the first three years of my career was Minnesota, a lot of past clients there. Um, so yeah, I have a, one buyer's agent there who works with me on my team. Um, but yeah, that's a great, that's how I stay in front of people is Instagram um and facebook stories so my instagram links to my facebook um you know the home bot the quarterly gifting you know like things like that but i don't actively prospect there but yeah it, it's it is you know I, I am technically working in two markets um you know i've i've now this year was a lot of san diego versus there but um yeah i mean that's it's a great way to stay in front of them um and get that come list me call, which is, you know, all every agent's dream. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty powerful Instagram. Yeah. Who do you coach with? Um, so coach Joe, um, I've coached with, um, I'm not right now, but Joe Velato, I don't know if you know who he is. He's he's actually in, um, San Diego, but I did Tom Ferry in the very beginning of my Mm -hmm. career. Um, so you would be like one of his like rock star child children if you were <laughs> at Tom Ferry right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on stage, that's a great way to get referrals too. Right. You know, <laughs> sure. The reason I brought that up is because well, I was just at Tom Ferry's Edge in San Diego like last week, and there were a few people that actually came up saying they were new to the San Diego market. They were coming from I don't know Arizona, other states. And they wanted to know if they should have two separate Instagrams because they still wanted to not forget about their sphere, San Diego. And I actually thought about you when they asked that question. And I was like, I know because I've had conversations with him that he still technically is working in Minnesota. I'm sorry, I didn't remember it was Minnesota, but you know, in Minnesota and in San Diego. And I actually searched him. I'm like, no, he doesn't have like a Minnesota Instagram. It's just yeah. his one Instagram. Yeah, And people were telling her many different questions, many different answers, such as, you know, start, have three, have one for San Diego, have one for your personal self and have, this was not a Tom Ferry person saying this, this was people in the audience and have one for Arizona or whatever. But what would your advice to her be? Just stick to that single one about you one. and sprinkle real estate into it? Yeah, because it, it, again, it all comes back to being a relationship tool. It's not a billboard of like your past sales and how great you are and like, anything like that. It's literally a way to connect with people, your sphere, your past clients, your new clients, like who are you as a person who happens to sell real estate? Like that is how you should operate your Instagram profile. That's my, how I do it. That's how, yeah, like I said, because 
you know, you look at these people with designated designated real estate Instagram pages and they're like 228 followers. Like no one's watching your stuff. No yeah. one cares. They want to look, they want to follow those who are an authority in the space, but relatable and funny and engaging and educational and inspirational and, and all those things. And, you know, so if you have two, two Instagrams or whatever, it like pigeonholes you into that only, you know, then you can only do like Phoenix, Arizona, whatever the market you're coming from. And like only those posts, but like, how do you then maintain that consistently? Cause consistency is a huge piece of it, you know? And so what are you going to like post in a market update on Phoenix, Arizona once a week or something like that? Like boring stuff. Yeah. No one's going to want to follow. So yeah, one Instagram, um, and yeah, you can sprinkle into like in the very beginning, I was sprinkling in both markets. I was showcasing houses in Minnesota. I was showcasing houses in, in San Diego. I was talking about, you know, property we had under contract there versus here. Um, yeah. And then again, a lot of the family stuff, the personal stuff, and that's where you build that connection with people. So yeah, I never would suggest someone get two pages because yeah, it's way too hard to maintain both. And then one, if it you know ends up being just like a business page, and no one follows that, I'm sorry, no one watches that or engages with it. Um, I certainly don't follow those those types of pages because there's just no value. If because you got to think about your your average follower, you know, they're probably not looking to transact right then and there. Like it, it's going to be a cycle. So. How yeah. do you keep them engaged? And if you're only posting just sold, just you know, just listed, like kind of boring if you're not really in the market for a new house. So, um, yeah, I always just stress one one page, no matter what you're trying to do, way easier to maintain, to be consistent with it and build the actual relationships with people. So let me ask you about my situation. I want to know your, you might stick to your guns on this, but I'm just kind of curious. So, you know, I have the podcast. Mm -hmm. And you follow me on Instagram and basically every post I've been doing recently has been different guests on the podcast. And I have my farm in my community in Carmel Valley and I'm going to start doing like hyper-focused, you know, like local content as well for my reels. So now I have my Instagram podcast, my Instagram, ins sorry, my real estate Instagram and my podcast. I was going to do two separate ones or should I just kind of even with that real estate and podcast to kind of, because I'm hoping that the reels, this podcast comes off as, I don't know, he's an authority in the space, maybe because he's having these conversations um, and that might be attractive or since that's a totally different business, should that be a different business page? So do you have a, do you have a Instagram? It's a personal Instagram right now for your podcast. Well, no, I'm just putting all my podcasts, like short content on my personal one. Mm-hmm. And I also want to put real estate content and my personal family and myself on there. Is three things on one too much? Or should I actually do personal real estate and then have my separate one for podcast? I would always just do the one. Damn. Okay. All right. I would right. do the one because you got to think about like, and maybe you're able to maintain it, but like, how do you be relevant? And like, I have a problem with like being relevant and fresh and funny and like, with one account, right? You know what I mean. Like, there's days where it's like, God, I just like, <gasps> you know, it's like so frustrating. Like Instagram, like as great as it is, it can be so frustrating because you're like, ah, I need like really good content, um, and it would be a struggle for me to then think about like two different accounts or three different accounts. Like, 
that would really stress me. I think you should be, you know, Jared, the agent, family man, podcaster, you know, authority in the real estate space. Like this is who I am in my bio. Okay. Um, and yeah, you can have your link to your podcast, relocation guide, whatever it is, like top 10 spots in Carmel Valley or place to eat, top 10 neighborhoods, whatever it is, but all in one Instagram. And then that's where you just like pour into um, and make it kind of like just a central hub of everything that, that you're about and that you're doing and okay. like, so YouTube and like whatever it is. Yeah, I just think it's like way cleaner. Like I'm all about like, what's the easiest, like cleanest way to get in front of people consistently. Cause like if, if I got all these accounts and all like, oh, like I'm just not going to be consistent with it. I'm not going to do it. Screw it. Yeah. So I would, I'm always one account. Dude. I, yeah. Okay. No, it makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. And, and it, it would be a lot to maintain. If someone like you was having trouble, would have trouble maintaining several, then I, that just means I shouldn't even bother even trying. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not as consistent as you and I know that I need to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, and that's another thing too, is consistency. I want to talk to you about, because you mentioned it twice already, that it is super important to be consistent. If you don't like it, you won't be consistent, but it's consistency and patience, right? Mm -hmm. Because people are expecting to have this change their life in three months. Yeah. And in reality, I mean, there are some things I think that would change your life in three months. And I think those are like sucking it up and hitting the phones for eight hours a day. You definitely have your life changed dramatically in three months. Uh -huh. But when it comes to something that needs to be strategic, consistent, and takes a lot more thought, like Instagram, patience is also very important, right? Yeah. No, 100%. It's not, it's not overnight. It's not instant. It's a slow build. Um, yeah. Like if you're a brand new agent or a struggling agent, you don't have any pendings or escrows and you're like your bank account <laughs> dwindling you don't have time to go like figure out instagram start try to grow a following etc i started with for sale by owners i started with cold calling open houses door knocking that's how i built like my past clients and i utilized those then to get on social media and show social credibility and then it kind of built into something on instagram um so yeah, it, it takes time. It takes consistency. I think though, so yeah, it, I think if you're struggling and you're new, like you've got to just grind it out in the beginning and like make your daily contacts and still start with Instagram, right? So like in the mornings, hit your phones for two or three hours. In your afternoons, go preview properties. Well, they won't let me in. Just say you're doing a preview, right? Like Go show cool houses. I have a templated text I send to luxury listing agents in San Diego to go tour their listings. Um, some will say no. Some will say yes. Um, people are always so worried about like, oh, I can't get into them. Oh, like, guys, go look at all the inventory, the good, the bad, the ugly. Here's what 750 buys you in La Mesa or a million buys you in Oceanside, like whatever it is. Like, do that and and gain some social credibility on Instagram, share that in your story as well. Talk to people about the market and your story. And in the mornings, yeah, be grinding it out. But yeah, because it, it takes time. So don't like a lot of new agents come on and they just like, yeah, they like, get their headshot and like their bio and they like open house. <laughs> they post it on their like <laughs> their, their Instagram feed and like 
it, it takes time, consistency. It takes, I mean, it's taken me years to build a following, right? And building, because you're building trust with people. And again, it talks about the cycle of people. The people who are following you aren't, I mean, some of them might be looking to transact pretty quickly, but it depends on the cycle of their home ownership, right? Like you might catch yep. them when they're, not, you know, they might be turn, tuning you out until all of a sudden you start talking about like, oh, now, you know, I follow you because you're funny and you're a dad and you're in fitness and your cars, whatever. But like now I'm actually, I have questions about the real estate market because I'm like thinking of buying now, right? Exactly. And so that might take 18 months of them following you, watching your story, you know, for them then to reach out about real estate. But yeah, yep. you want to keep them watching your story and be interesting. So you don't only want to talk about real estate. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely, you, it's the long game for sure. But man, it's sweet getting Instagram leads and referrals. Oh man, I can't imagine. Those must be the best leads because at the end of the day, they're people that already trust you. They're asking you to help them. Yep. And you don't have to really... There's no selling at that point. I'm assuming right. it's, it's just like the relationship is there. Yeah. I've got three closings this month and all three were Instagram. Two, two were Instagram. The third was like SOI referral connection sure. as client. But two, so, I mean, yeah, it's like 48 grand in commissions from like Instagram. That's amazing. Know? man. It's um, amazing. And yeah, they, I mean, they, hadn't met me until being here um but yeah well, they, you, you've built trust and not just with your potential clients but also with realtors because when i had that five million dollar listing in coronado i mm -hmm. contacted you yeah i said david would you like to come over and film my listing for your instagram thing you know i was very very happy that you said yes mm -hmm. and because that was my that was like i was like how the hell am i going to sell this in a market where things sit for 145 days plus yeah and I sold that house in 12 days with five offers because, and I'll tell you why though. I was, because I utilized you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I YouTubers. I had Instagram influence. I said, come over here and film. I had over a million eyes on mm -hmm. that house. Yeah. And it sold with five offers in 12 days. Like, and, and it's because of people like you. I was like, I trust this guy. I don't know why. I don't really know him that well. I mean, <laughs> you and I had a conversation for like a half hour outside the property after you filmed it. And I was like, I like this guy. He's really cool. Yeah. And, but I, I remember I, I've been following you and I was like, this guy's legit. You know, let's see if we'll get him over here. And, yeah. um, and, you know, you guys are the reason why that house sold is yeah. because you guys, you guys uh, were bringing me buyers. Mm hmm. So yeah, you, you built some really good trust with agents. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's, it's showing up consistently talking in front of people, showing your face, letting them hear your voice. We all are concerned about like, we all hate the way we, we sound, but like we all do. So like, get over it. That's how you sound. That's how you look. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is what uh, it is. <laughs> on a little filter. If you've got like blemishes or something that day, like you're on a filter if you want to, but like, yeah, that is the way to build trust with people, right? Well, also, you're not a shark, right? And I don't mean to insult you if you think that you are. I'm, what I meant, what I mean by that is, you're not this. You're not this guy who thinks he's better than everybody and is out there to defeat everybody. You, you, you seem like the collaborative type. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like you, you want everybody to win. You want to make sure people know that you care, and. Um, I don't want to say a lot of agents are the opposite, but a lot of agents are the opposite. Let's be real. Yeah. A lot of agents are completely the opposite. So yeah. that's another thing too. It's, it's, it's not just being consistent on Instagram. 
um, if we're following your lead, it's being vulnerable, being consistent. It's showing people that you had dreadlocks before. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my favorite story. I did not believe it when I saw it. I was like, are you, I'm just kidding. I, was, I was being serious and I popped into my head. Right. But <laughs> you're a friendly guy who collaborates and, um, is giving away information. I know you have a course and I'm assuming you charge for that rightfully so because you're being, you're very successful in what you're doing. But the fact that you're willing to give your time to do that. And I remember seeing your stories. You had, I think like 15, 20 students your first year, didn't you? 27, 27, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was really Why aren't good. you doing that right now? Time. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's a commitment and, you know, I want to be really, I want to be in it. Right. I want to be, I don't want to be like, I mean, this fall was really busy for me and obviously the holidays really busy for me and I'm happy about that. But yeah, it's, it's just from a time perspective. It's, it is a lot, you know, it took a lot of time. Um, but I just think a lot of agents could benefit from like changing their perspective on how to utilize Instagram for their business. Um, and yeah, I just see a lot of agents struggling right now. And you lost 150,000 this year, man. Yeah. I mean, I just think like, you never know the can, like all my deals this year have stemmed from Instagram because like, you never know who it's going to reach. Like I've shared this story with a couple of people, but like, I think, so I'm working with several investors right now. And they found me on Instagram. So one found me on Instagram. I did a house tour of a flip she did. It ended up being, it, it, she's not an agent. She's a, literally a woman investor. And it, it was like a house in like, I don't even know where, La Mesa or Mission Hill somewhere. And I toured, like I was doing house tours, like other agents listings. Hey, uh, Kelly Sue with Berkshire Hathaway, you have a great listing on one, two, three main street. I would love to do a tour of it. Um, put on my Instagram. Is this okay with you? Most say yes. Um, but I did that for this property and the, the flipper found it on Instagram and she like DM'd me and was like, Oh my gosh, like, I love that video you did. And we just kind of connected whatever kind of started work with her. She referred me to another set of investors here and, um, they've, we've done, we did three deals this year. Um, Another yeah agent who found me on Instagram up in LA, he referred me a set of investors that we've done three deals with this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're just like, you never know just like that one, by doing that house tour, like I ended up meeting then her who introduced me to other people, right? And then like doing repeat, you know, deals with, I mean, we all want fix and flip investors who are loyal to you. Like, dude, don't just like go <laughs> if with they're loyal. That's amazing. Right. Like literally they just work with me. So it's like, you just, you never know the connections you're going to yeah. make. And yeah, you could do that cold calling and circle. Like, Oh, but man, it's way more effective when you've got like your face and like your voice and people know who you are and just like that trust level goes up. So yeah, like you just, you never know the connections you're gonna, you're gonna make through it. So let's go. I want you to tell me what the five most important things are for uh, content. And I think one of them is going to be showing your face, obviously, because 90% yeah. of the time we're seeing your face on mm -hmm. Instagram. But if you were to go to a, uh, a new agent or an agent looking to diversify as far as lead platforms, they want to start, 
um, and Instagram, what are the five most important things that you would tell them they have to do to be successful at it over time? On Instagram? Yeah. With content? I, I mean... Oh, I don't know if there's five. Okay, then three. So, so it needs to be, it it needs to be relevant. Okay. So, like, a lot of times I'll see people posting, like, I don't know, like, stuff that just is, like, you don't need 20% down. Like, okay, cool. Or, like, <laughs> what's earnest money? Okay. <laughs> Like, no one cares. I'm sorry. Like, the only people who care about what is earnest money is, like, the people, the people who are in, escrow. in a transaction who is a first-time home buyer. You know, like, it's like, what? Okay. Um, post a $28 million house tour. Like, something like that. You know? Like, that's way more engaging and, like, way broader audience. So, something that's, like, relevant to people. Um, so, like, that's just, like, number one. Um, you don't necessarily need to show your face if it's like a tour or anything like that. I would say, um, so relevancy, um, consistency is super important and that can be, and I'm not saying like frequently, like frequency and consistency are like not the same thing. Okay. So like people think consistency is like every single day. No, you want to have like the quality stuff. You don't want to just be posting to post stuff. So okay. Being consistent, and that can look like once a week, it can look like five times a week, it can look like three times a week, where you feel like you're actually adding value. So, um, and then, yeah, the, the, the other thing I'd say is like, make, is it adding value to people? Um, you don't want to just like post to show how great you are, right? Like, um, I think there's a time and a place to showcase, you know, like your business achievements so you can show like you're credible. Um, but if your entire page is this walking billboard of how many millions you've sold and how top performer and like blah, 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 no one cares. Got it. It's, you can sprinkle that in. So yeah, like you, you've got to add value in some way, educational, inspirational, um, you know, is it humorous, entertaining? Like that is value. So you've got to like figure out your personality and like how you can add add value to people. I kind of do it differently. Sometimes it's educational, sometimes it's inspirational, and sometimes it's, um, you know, humorous or entertaining. So, I mean, that's what I would just say is like, and then you got to think about like, yeah, like what value is this adding? And then what's your intent behind? Is this to just like make you look good or are you really like trying to help people? Cause it can kind of shine through when like, you're really just trying to show like how great you are. You know what I mean? Um, the goal should be to build a community, correct? On Instagram. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think your, your goal is yeah. Like build an online community, build that relationship, you know, the whole, like your content should like bring people to your page and then you want them to follow. And then you engage through stories. So, um, yeah, like, I, I just think like the relevancy piece is like so big right now. You know, I, I think like that is the number one thing is like, people aren't talking about what's happening in the market 
what's happening in their local market. Um, and, and a lot of times it's just like conversations I'm having with my current buyers and sellers, issues they're having, right? Like scenarios um, or interest rate, whatever's happening in the market. Like that's when I'm talking about the relevancy rather than just like posting this can, like what is earnest money or you don't need 20% down to buy a house. Like, okay, like not entertaining stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you, you've got to think like, what do people want to see? What is Netflix shows about? Million right. dollar beautiful houses, right? Or uh, rehabbing houses, you know? So like showcasing that maybe. Um, yeah, so that's what I would say. I don't know if that was three. <laughs> no, you know what? Even I think it was more. Um, and honestly, it's, it's value, um, which you don't ever have a problem, um, you know, spewing out. So I appreciate that. And uh, what are your goals for 2024 when it comes to your Instagram and your clothes? Like how, do, I'm assuming you've done your business plan for the, the new year already. And what, what is your goal for closings coming from Instagram? What? <laughs> I don't have any. You don't have any? Mm -mm. Nothing? Nope. Yeah, I'm atypical like that. So I don't, I've never set goals. Like okay. That. Wow. Okay. Um, like I want to have three closings a month from Instagram. No, no, it's all organic. I know it'll, it'll, my, my whole focus is it's, it's kind of like quarterly focus. Okay. So I focus more on the activities rather than like what I'm expecting to get out of it. So I know like if I'm going to touch my entire database with a CMA and then my Christmas card and my gift baskets and my, my Starbucks gift cards and my monthly home bots, um, and then engage with people like consistently, like I know my business, like I operate pretty lean. I know what I need. So I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever you like. You come I, off as very selfless. No, I'm super selfish. I'll just say that. Well, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying like, you know, people, maybe I'm not using the right term, but I feel like People are very goal orientated, yeah. you know, and everything in life revolves around that goal. I am that way. I'll, yeah. I'll be wrecked if my goal isn't made, you know, and it'll just, just devastate me. And, um, and I meant selfless because I think people, I, I thought maybe sometimes setting a goal can make you selfish because really you're thinking about what am I getting out of this? But you basically just know if I'm touching these people this amount of times, so I'm doing this and it's all going to work out. It's going to come to something. Just mm -hmm. keep doing it. Let it happen organically, and yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think early in my career, I was super like, I need this many, and I like, and that was great. And I found, you know, in my years of, I mean, sixty-five and a half years, whatever, I found, like, I operate better. No, like looking at this as the long game, and like. I know it all works out, right? Like it all works out. Whether that conversation today is leading to something next month, six months, a year, two years, I'm focused on like putting those daily deposits into people. And I know it's just, that's been my last four years, I would say, um, is not compounding to the goal and at like at the same time like i've learned especially over the last three years and two really like i would say the last two years specifically is like 
gosh, there's so much more than just like selling real estate in life. Like I love, I love this industry. I love selling real estate. I'm good at, I'm good at my job. I know I am. And I don't want my identity to be tied to like my goals and how much I sell. And like, I'm so much more than just an agent. I'm a dad, I'm a husband, like totally. there's just so many more important things, um, you know? And so like, what's the point of having these goals if like, yeah, your whole home life is just, you never see your kids. Like I'm, I don't really work weekends. I'm home every night. I put my kids to bed. I'm usually either up with them in the morning or if I'm at the gym, like, I see my kids a lot and I love, I love my schedule. So that's a really good thing to point on real quick is most people think that if you're going to be successful in this game, it's, and I've had this thoughts several times that you're going to be married to the job. You're going to be in the office 12 hours plus a day. You're not you're going to be on the phones constantly. You're not going to see your wife. You're not going to see your kids. I put my kids to bed every single night as well. Every mm -hmm. single night. I drop my kid off at school every day, Yeah, you know, and yeah. And it's really cool to hear somebody like you say that because most realtors are 100% tied to their role as a realtor. Their life circles around that. And mm -hmm. anything else outside of that is, sure, I have a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. You know, like instead of, it sounds like you have everything figured out to where your priorities are your family and you have this lead platform that has allowed you to make them the focus. Yeah. While Instagram is doing the work for you. Yes. yes. Dude, that's amazing. I mean, honestly, yeah. that's what everybody wants, but people have an issue getting in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like, am I really working today? And I'm like, I, I actually am. <laughs> like it is yeah. to talk to people and get in front of people. So yeah, I mean it's a struggle to like that that like internal struggle. Like, I should I feel like I should be doing more, but then I'm like no, like my business is still coming in, right? Like it's still like things are still working. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think like, yeah, I got into real estate for the, the freedom, you know, like it's not super free. And I think there are seasons where I push harder than others and right. I think that's natural, sure. uh, but yeah, I think more, more or less, like I kind of just, yeah, focus on the activities and the connections and taking really good care of, you know, the connections I do have, the past clients, the current clients, like I really want to pour into them um, and make them feel appreciated. Um, like that has been like my focus in my business. And so, yeah, I don't have a 2000 transaction team and I'm not, and nor do I ever want that. Like, I don't want any of that. I really don't. I want balance and I want to make money and I, yeah, I want to be there for my kids and see my kids and not be so dang stressed out all the time. <laughs> no, man, I think that's that's wonderful. And I think that's the perfect balance that I think I need to focus more on myself. I, I, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm very present with my kids, but still, I mean, I could do better. And um, let's talk tools real quick. I, I mean, People have this notion that they have to go spend thousands of dollars for uh, lighting, sound. Um, I, mean, I use CapCut for, you know, editing and stuff like that. But, I mean, I've seen your equipment. 
you don't have the most expensive equipment and you don't, and, and you don't need it. I mean, the gimbal you have, I have had that gimbal. I hate that gimbal, but you've figured out how to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You say yeah it's, it's, 100, 100, it's like, yeah, you're getting the balancing. Like, oh my gosh, it's finally balanced. Like don't touch it. It's finally working. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a hundred, it was a hundred and nine or 130 bucks. I don't know. I bought it 28 to five years ago. Um, yeah. And I have like a, you know, if I'm doing a mic, I have a $30 like wireless mic that plugs into my phone. Yeah. Um, what else I have, if I'm doing zooms and video, I have a, I don't know, $30 ring light. Um, I mean, my iPhone, it's like, you know, yeah, no, that's what I'm okay. saying. So but I'm... all my video are, all my videos done right on, right on this, all my tours, everything. You know, I have a stabilizer. Yeah, like my gimbal. Um, people like overthink. That's what I I'm know. saying. Like, you know, the, the previewing property, they come up with all these reasons why they can't. They overthink it all. Yeah, the editing, I use an app called VN. It's free. Um, I do all my editing through there. I can edit literally right on my phone. Super easy. Like... Super easy, getting people like overcomplicated. Yeah. So you can basically you're set up to where, I mean, I know you treat your your Tesla like an office, literally. Like, so you can basically go to a house, you can go film it, you can go back into your car, you mm -hmm. can edit it right there, and then boom, post it. Yep. That's the effort that it took. Yeah. Besides getting the appointment and being allowed in the property, right? Um, which I do know a lot of agents have issues with, but a lot of agents don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just no. making the decision and going forward is basically what you're saying. And it doesn't, and it's not costing you anything. No, it's super profitable. Oh my gosh. It's freaking free. Like guys, you don't need to go spend $2,000 a month on Zillow leads and realtor.com and like, you know, mailers. If you don't have any money, like guys, just get out there and like build your credibility on social media, build that connection with people. Every time you meet someone, like get their Instagram handle, follow them on Instagram. Right. Like that's a huge way to, yeah, generate business. Like I've had closings this year. People I met at part like Halloween party last year, followed me on, on Instagram. It helps to have, you know, a significant following. It seems like you're credible. Oh, sure. So, but yeah, like, like if people just like overcomplicate it, make it like such a big deal. And it's really just not like if I can, I'm not techie. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm really not. Um, but if I can figure it out and do it, like literally you can too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, you are very good at it. I, I don't think you can honestly say that you're not techie, bro. I, I mean, if you're doing what you're doing on social media, you're pretty damn techie. <laughs> <It> just <laughs> comes figured out. Well, and that's the thing is like, I've just figured out the platform, right? So like, yeah, yeah changes and everything, but like, you know, you do it every single day. You, you get pretty good at Instagram. And so it's pretty quick. It's pretty easy um, to put up pretty good content and you start to learn then what content is good, what is not good, what lands, what doesn't land, etc. But the only way you know that is by doing it consistently. So I'm asking everybody I'm talking to that's in the YouTube social media space in real estate, if they're concerned with what's going on with the Zisser Burnett trial and things like that with commissions going away, are you worried about that in um, the future? I, I mean, I, I kind of ebb and flow. Am I worried? I don't know if I'm necessarily worried. Um, 
is it going to change anything for me worrying? No. What yeah. I mean, things will probably change. Do I think buyer's agent commissions are going to go away forever? No, I really, I just don't. Um, I think, you know, it's just that that conversation sellers might be misinformed, not wanting to pay a commission, but like they've never really had to anyways, necessarily. I think it's just bringing up now, like sellers have an option to not pay and like some will, I think the majority are going to pay a buyer's agent commission. Yeah, it's, mar- it's great marketing. Yeah, exactly. I think until something actually changes legally, and I think that's going to be a long ways away. I think though, the other part of it, the conversation is like, if that did happen, how that's going to impact first-time home buyers, minority buyers, first-generation buyers, yes. uh, military veterans, right? Like people who just like can't like, and I think that's where the law is going to have to come in and like consider that. Um, and you know, if this country truly believes in home ownership, like that's yeah going to be a detriment for a lot of people. Um, you know, the certain groups of people who just like cannot afford that. So, yeah, I mean, I would say this fall is like, God, I, I got to turn off these Facebook groups because it was just like every day people were just like losing their marbles over this, this case. And like, I'm just like head down, like I'm focused on my clients, my past clients, the people who I'm loyal to or loyal to me. Um, like that's what I can control. And that's like where I'm going to pour my, my mind, my, um, my time, um, my energy, my focus, rather than like making up all these what if scenarios for sure that may or may not happen in five years or two years or 18 months or whatever it is, you know, I want to point out one thing before I let you go. I just asked you a very selfish question about if you were worried and that man's financially worried about um, the Zissa Burnett trials and commissions going away and you automatically and immediately went to the consumer mm-hmm. and how it's going to affect them. And you are a pretty selfless person. So, and, and I want to point that out again, because I think it's very important because the agents that go on showing their cars, the agents that go, I used to do this when I was an agent in, in Beverly Hills, I had like 9,800 followers on my page and I was Um, it was all about it was all about me and how check this out and people resonated with it but i never got any real deals from it you you immediately went back to providing trying not trying to provide value but having empathy for certain groups that want to be able to buy a home that may be affected by it Mm -hmm. so that makes me wonder that something that makes you special um, with your success on, on Instagram is the fact that you're not selfish when you're posting these things. You are humorous. You are very humorous when you're posting. <laughs> you, you do a really good job about that. And, you know, your wife will join in every once in a while and she does a really good job too. But you really are sympathetic and empathetic and really trying to provide as much value as possible. Mm-hmm. And you never make it about you unless you're doing leg day. Or whatever, but ninety uh, percent <laughs> of the time, it's you focusing on them, mm-hmm. and you just you you just you just did that again when I asked you about your commissions and your following. You, you didn't even go to that; you went straight to to them. So yeah. I just want to applaud you on that because it's refreshing to see, and it really shows that you can be a really good person and be very successful in sales, 
Um, if you care about your customer, you care about your client, your customer, your product, whatever it is, mm -hmm. instead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for not showing us your selfish side that you say you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's there. <laughs> no, I do. I do care a ton. I care a lot about my clients. I care about their experience. Um, I really just like, I put a ton of weight into that. Like, that's my biggest, like, oh, I want to make sure everything, you know, is perfect. And you know how transactions can be. Oh, um, man, and like, never will be happy. But like, yeah, I really do want to like exceed expectations and communication and just like make my clients feel super comfortable, um, you know, at every step of the way. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's like where... I get a lot of hate on social media sometimes from like trolls and stuff who like think I'm just like out there to sell. And it's like, it's funny because it's just not who I am. Like I'm the worst salesman. I'm just like, I really am. I, or I just, are you the smartest salesman? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm not that like snaky, sharky, which, you know, some people think like they like try to tell me I am. So it's just funny. <laughs> no, dude, you're great. Uh, and one last thing. Let's do something for Instagram real quick. All right. Try to be, I want to see if I can get. Dang it. Ignore that. I know. <laughs> right. So just finished an awesome podcast with David Calhoun right there. Say hi. hi. And um, can't wait for this one to go live, guys. We'll go live the next hour. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, dude. For the stories, bro. Um, thank you so much, man. I think this is super helpful. I mean, again, the reason I started this podcast like two months ago was because of how hurt, how hard things are for real estate agents right now. And that people like you come on and talk about your successes in a way where you're providing value, you're opening the book and you're just trying to help people, I think is really going to help that struggling single mom realtor who's just trying to feed her kids. Um, and these other realtors that are around the nation that are really, and that's my goal is at least reach one person per podcast. I'm getting a lot more than that. I'm very grateful, but to really just try and help as many people as possible by bringing people like you on to basically say, guys, it's not that hard. Just do this, mm -hmm. you know? So thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Dude. I'll see you around town. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. Stop yeah. it.